Radio News Hour on a hump day. I hope it finds you well. Another day where I woke up, I got ready to go to work, walked outside, and it had been raining overnight, uh, but it just looks like the sun just popped out. Uh, But, of course, you know, here in Arizona, we love it when it rains. We just don't know how to drive in it, uh, but it, it appears that the sun is out, hopefully, It'll be a great day for all of you out at the Barrett-Jackson car auctions. And remember, don't buy gold from the people there. Give me a call. We'll take care of you. 800-951-0592. Well, you can buy it there. You just pay about 500 bucks an ounce more than you need to. The website at allamericangold.com. Of course, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. 23 years in counting, we've been doing it, and we've been doing it better than anyone out there. Uh, you know, we, we just keep it simple. Really, what's the key to success? That's it. Right? They have that thing, the kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Well, I'm not that smart, so I've got the stupid part covered, and uh, we just try to keep it simple here, right? We, we, don't, we don't give out free reports because, listen, free reports aren't free. Free reports means you just pay more. right? If you don't understand why you need to have gold and silver, listen here. I'll explain it to you. I'll give you that education for absolutely nothing. There's no bait and switches here. We don't advertise something. And then when you call up, we tell you why you don't want to buy that. We don't do it. We just don't. We make a few bucks, and and, and that's it. We, we, we don't call our clients. We don't sell our clients' information. <laughs> I guess we're behind the times, right? Because now, if, listen, if you're a client of somebody, that's how you make money, right? You sell the data. We don't do any of that stuff here. Uh, we, we, we value not only your time, but our time as well and your privacy. Right? And that's a big thing today. Who knew how big that would be? You know, my uncle was just a smart guy. He had the, the wherewithal to be able to see in the future and Treating people with honesty and respect and, and valuing privacy, uh, those are big things. And that's what we do here. Uh, just a couple. We've got a great show lined up for you. Uh, a couple of announcements that, that we need uh, to make. Talk about the metals plans. You know, you're hearing me talk more and more about this. Listen, this thing's gotten big, and you need to get involved. It's a great way to be involved in the metals market. Because, you know, as you know here, we try to run something, you know, maybe not every day, but but we try to run something, you know, a special, you know, is, 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 every day that's possible when there's things out there to run, we'll run them on the air. But as you know, the specials, they're not cheap. You know, a, a $20 gold piece, $1,400. Even if we ran it on special, okay, well, thirteen ninety or something like that. That's so. Hey, I don't have that kind of money. Roll of silver eagles, right? We got twenty nineteen silver eagles, three eighty five a roll right now. And three eighty five still out of my league for as little as a hundred dollars a day, right? I, I'm going to do my my uh, <laughs> starving my starving children in Africa pitch. Right For less than a Starbucks a day, you can get involved in hard assets in gold and silver. 
through our medals program. Or, you know, the minimum is $100 a month. You can do as much as you want. And we do. We have people all over the spectrum. You, you, uh, how the program works, you, you leave a, a debit card, credit card, whatever it may be, on file. You pick the day of the month that you want us to hit the card, right, from the 1st to the 28th. Because February only has 28 days, to keep it simple, 1st to the 28th. You tell us what day of the month. And, and we'll charge the card, whatever amount you told us on that day. And then once a quarter, we ship the medals right to your house. That's it. What are the fees? What does it cost to sign up? Nothing. Hey, what if I have an unexpected event, right? I, I My tires are shot. And I got to buy new tires, and it, it, you know it's eight hundred bucks, and I'm going to be you know a little short. Call us, put the plan on hold. What does that cost? Nothing. What if I want to just stop the plan altogether? Great. What does that cost? Nothing. Whatever we have at that point, we'll ship it to you, and that's that. Listen, this is designed to allow you. Listen, you know they they tell you about these four hundred one ks. And they talk to you about how, you know, it's the greatest thing in the world. And those of you out there, you know that how it works, right? They just want to hit you 2% every year, year after year after year. And maybe you'll get lucky and, and have uh, some kind of a return on it, maybe. This is why you need something other than a dead instrument. The metals plan is a great way to do it. Uh, if you want more details, we got a thing online on our medals program. You can read about it there or give us a call, and, and we'll explain it to you. If you want to sign up, January is the start of the new quarter. All of our plans are out, you know, and, and this is just, again, we don't want you not to be involved. It's that important. It really, truly is. You start thinking about the nonsense that's going on. Now they're talking about canceling the State of the Union because of the government shutdown, right? They're shutting down. 800,000 people aren't getting paychecks over a couple billion dollars, right? It, it's gotten insane. And now the Democrats have the House. Who knows how all of this is all going to play out? Uh, and now you got J- Jamie Dimon saying, hey, listen, this government shutdown, we're going to have a GDP of zero in the first quarter if they don't hurry up and get this resolved. Uh, who knows? Who knows? 800 But that's why you have gold and silver, right? Because we don't know. We'll be back right after the break. That is our toll-free number. You know, yesterday we did the show talking about uh, gold production and the situation that is developing now in the gold industry where they're just not finding any any big deposits. We're approaching now almost 20 years without a single deposit that exceeds 30 million ounces. And as we laid out, you know, last 
uh, yesterday, we laid out how every decade, the decade of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, there was at least one deposit, at least one, in every one of those decades of 50 million ounces or more, and 10 deposits of 30 million ounces or more. And now we've gone, we're, we're getting ready here another year. It'll be two decades where they found none. No deposits of that size. And, and at the same time, and it's like this perfect storm, right? You know, you hear that, it's a perfect storm for this and a perfect storm for that. We just started this new debt cycle. And we've had a couple of cycles, really. You know, the first cycle, it was in the 80s, right? That was the Reagan-era tax cut. They called it supply-side economics. I remember George Bush Sr. called it voodoo economics. <laughs> and, and listen, it was great. Don't get me wrong. It felt really good. Right, and it was a a it shook out the the big inflation of the seventies. Right, it gave the central bank, I guess, credit, if you will. Right, they, Paul Volcker stamped out inflation, right, and all that, and, and we wrote this wave. Right, we had great stock market returns. They created the four hundred one k. Right, and of course, you, and I've told the story enough times. You know what a ripoff that ended up really being, and and the poor people that invented it, that was never their intent. They're like they, they, they even said it. We never intended this to be the retirement vehicle. That's not what this is for. This is risky. They know the risk. This was supposed to supplement the pension. And the Social Security, right? You needed a supplement for the supplement for the supplement. And that's really all this was meant for. But it's just like everything. It's like the uh, NAFTA and GATT of the 90s. What was that really about? Globalism and free trade? No. That's what they said it was about. Right? That was going to create all these jobs here in America. It was once again to allow these debt companies that you all put your 401ks in. You know, here's the sad part, and a lot of people know this less than the hard way. Those 401k investments paved the way for them to be out of jobs. You know, the first thing these companies did was they got rid of pensions. Huge savings. Now they what they wanted to they wanted to build factories in cheaper places. That's really what it's about. The North American Free Trade Agreement, so they can build plants in Mexico. Simple. Why? Because it's cheaper. Hey, they work for a lot less. And let's face it, right? We've got the assembly lines. We know how to do this. We just need, you know, uh, lightly skilled. We'll train them how to do it, right? And, and, and the robots do most of the work, and, and, and it's going to save us a ton of money. 
Same thing, and they just read it. We want to build it in China. We want to build it in Malaysia. We want to build it somewhere other than here. And again, it's a great benefit. And all the while, we kept adding debt. But again, remember, it, it felt pretty good. When's the first time it really felt bad? Yeah, we had a little scare in 87. I wasn't old enough in 87 to, to know anything. But I, I was a junior in high school. What did I know? Nothing. Of course, at back then, go talk, talk to me back then. Right, I knew everything. I knew nothing. The tech crash, the tech bubble, right? The only reason that I got saved out of that, I really owe it to, well, I owe it to my wife. Because that's where I met Sarah before it happened, and that's how I met Eric. And he was a really nice guy, you know. And I tell the story all the time. We had... We became really good friends, and we golf. I can't tell you like we had like a summer of golf. It was legendary. We had so much fun. And at first, he was just wacko, right? He, he was he was a great guy, right? You all know, right? Everybody loves him. And the more I listened to him, and he would talk about NAFTA and GATT and the tech bubble and the Federal Reserve and. And, I, and I'll be honest, listen, I was a big Fox guy in CNBC, told the story a million times. I had all of my money, right? Exactly what they tell you not to do. Be diversified, right? Now, I'm not diversified. I had all of my money in Cisco system. Why? Because every year the stock went up and then they split it. Stock went up and they, and they split it. Stock went up, split it, like three years in a row. By the way, just so you know, that stock today still isn't back to what I sold it for. Uh, we're getting ready to buy our house, and I sold it then, right before it all the tech bubble crashed. Still not worth what I sold it for, and that's what twenty years later, actually almost twenty-one years later. True story. And that's the first time. And I started really, that's when I became a believer. About three years later, right, I started working here. Year after that, we became partners. And I think about, you know, gold when I started here was in the 300. But it was in the 300. And I'm watching this debt. At the time, it was $5 trillion. Getting ready to get to six. Right on the, right on the, you know what, let's round up. I'll be fair about it. It was six trillion. Okay, six trillion dollars. It's now 22. And you start to think about me telling you we just now started the debt super cycle. That wasn't the super cycle. The fives or six to 22, that wasn't the super cycle. Of course, we've seen the housing market crash. We saw the financial markets crash. Right? And you start putting it together, 87, that wasn't real good. The tech bubble, that was worse. 
But that was that was worse. The financial crisis that was even worse. And every single one of them, we had the same answer. What was the answer? More debt. And every time we issued more debt, we'd lower rates. And then we'd pretend, okay, now we're going to raise them again. And remember, remember, we're only doing it for a little bit. And the Republicans would talk about, we're going to balance the budget. And remember the, the Clinton years, those couple of years in the late 90s, where the Republicans had the House and the Senate, but Clinton was the president, and we ran budget surpluses. And, and we did, we did, if you wanted to actually believe that we had the quote-unquote lockbox of Social Security. But we, we really didn't, but, but let's just say we did, okay? It feels good to say that we did. And now you look at where we sit today. 20, what, 21, 22 years later, we've never run even a fake surplus again. We haven't run an actual budget surplus since the 60s. So we've gone essentially, what, almost a whole, now working on a whole generation where we've never run a budget surplus. Nobody now talks about balancing the budget. Wall Street has gorged itself on all of this debt. State and local governments have gorged themselves on all of this debt. The U.S. consumer has gorged themselves on all of this debt. You know it, I know it. And now we're having problems. All of a sudden, these great economic theories don't work anymore. Oh, the Phillips curve doesn't work. What what, what do you mean? Well, economic theory says if unemployment is, is low, and of course by low they mean 5% 5% or less, right? We're, we're below 4%. Wages go up! And it's inflationary. Of course, wages aren't going up. They're like the same while they, they said they went up a little bit. They're not going up. Minimum wage is going up some places. But mostly, right, the CEO's pay kind of dwarfs everything. Then they talk about inflation. It's really almost impossible for inflation to go up the way they track it. They came up with a great system. Hey, let's come up with a way that no matter what happens, we can say there's no inflation. And they've done it. But these economic models aren't working with this low unemployment and everybody working and inflation relatively tame, we should have this great economy. And we're going to have, let's face it, 
We're not growing at 4%. We're not growing at 3%. We're not, I don't know that we're going to even grow at 2%. And they all live on this fantasy of somehow the central bank can save us. The Fed funds rate is between two and a quarter and two and a half percent. They told you in the 80s, in the 90s, even the early 2000s, buy and hold, right? Remember, buy and hold. Just keep putting it away. Keep adding to your 401k. And then buy bonds when you get over 55. I know. I can't tell you how many phone calls I've been getting from people. I don't know. These financial planners have lost their mind. Well, they haven't really because they know. They look at what you got. Right? You go into your financial planner and you've worked hard all your life. Maybe you were lucky enough that, hey, you know what? I made it through. I've worked at the same company for 10, 20, 30 plus years, and I got a 401k. I got big money in it. Well, what's big money? I got 100 grand. I got 250. Maybe you're real lucky you got 500,000. Financial planner, that's not enough. You're supposed to be buying CDs and bonds and getting 7, 8, 9% interest. I don't even know. What do you get on a CD, two? Like, can't live on that. Let's risk it. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Each year on January 16th, we celebrate Religious Freedom Day in commemoration of the passage of a wonderful Virginia statute. Thomas Jefferson's Statute for Religious Freedom was passed in 1786 by the Virginia Assembly and served later as the underpinning of our First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. In his draft, Jefferson wrote, Almighty God hath created the mind free, and all attempts to influence it by temporal punishments tend only to begat habits of hypocrisy and meanness, and are a departure from the plan of the holy author of religion who being Lord of both body and mind, yet chose not to propagate it by coercions on either, as was in his almighty power to do, but to extend it by its influence on reason alone. Religious Freedom Day was first set forth by presidential proclamation in 1994. It followed passage of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which reaffirmed commitment to our First Amendment freedom of religion. Religious Freedom Day is now recognized every year by official proclamation of every president. A study of the writings of our country's framers, like Thomas Jefferson, quickly reveals the distinct importance of religious liberty. The same brief study will also quickly lead to the conclusion that they viewed the First Amendment and our freedom of religion as a protection against the interference of government into the church, not some tool by which the government can remove religion from the public sphere. 
In 1808, Thomas Jefferson wrote to Samuel Miller saying, I consider the government of the United States as prohibited by the Constitution from intermeddling with religious institutions, their doctrines, discipline, or exercises. Jefferson continued, every religious society has a right to determine for itself the times for these exercises and the objects proper for them, according to their own particular tenets. Today, we find our culture at war, and religious liberty is one of the primary targets of the radical left. Let us remember the foundation of our religious liberty in America and thank Providence for the wise and godly men who formed our nation. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Here's how out of touch this really is. And why I keep telling you, you better have something else. Because quite honestly, Wall Street's not going anywhere for a while. Why do you say that, Double? Why do you say it's not going anywhere for a while? And the answer really is simple. I look, look at where we're at. Look at the earnings. Even today, look at the earnings today. B of A and Goldman Sachs, right? And they, they, they put a good, a good spin on it. Hey, they beat the numbers! Did you see their trading volume? Right? Because that's how they make money, right? They get their wealthy clients to buy stocks. Bonds. They're falling off a cliff. People are old. Most of the money that's out there is in these retirement accounts. Right? Who's who's going to buy them? The, the kid living in mom's basement? I don't think so. Yesterday we talked a little bit about Susie Orman. Right? She's one of these hotshot financial planners that's on TV. And she she's getting a lot of flack today because, you know, she, she, <laughs> she told the truth. Nobody likes the truth. Told the truth. You want to retire? Yeah, you need five million, six million, ten million bucks. And remember, all the models are broken now. I distinctly remember sitting in these four hundred one k meetings, you know, the annual meeting, and the person telling how to how you should invest and based on your age and where you should be, and when you hit retirement. You can live on, you know, between Social Security and what you saved up, you can spend 7% of your income and never run out of money. That's what they, that's what they said in the 90s. Why could that, you know, how, why did they say that? Well, that's because what, that's what a bank CD paid. That's what, that's what how much interest you earn on, on, on a lot of the bonds. 
See, now they want you to forget that they ever said it. So there's this guy that came out, Mitch, Mitch something. I don't know who Mitch is. Mitch Tuchman. And he's all upset about Susie Orman letting the cat out of the bag. He says that there's a, a rule of thumb out there. So let, let's, let's just see what these guys are saying today. One is the good old 4% rule. Now, I didn't know what that was. I was like, the good old 4% rule? I wonder what he's talking about. Put simply, he says, you take 4% of your savings out annually and never run out of money. Of course, assuming it's invested prudently, right? <laughs> how, how do you do that? How does that happen? What's prudent anymore? But still, 4%. What happened to 7 Really, it was seven to eight, really, was the number. You know, you're all out there. I know you know. But then he catches himself. He says, well, he doesn't actually. He lies. This one dates back a few decades. The date back to 2000? I don't think so, but okay. I think, he, I think he's a little mistaken, right? I think he's really being, hey, this dates back to when we just changed it. Ten years ago, after our old models blew up, but but let's just use that. Some planners now think four percent has turned out to be a bit rosy. <laughs> They're right, right? They're hey, that's that's true. So let's say three percent instead, just to be safe. So think about what this man is telling you. You're going to get, you know, let, let's go crazy. You get, you're married, you and your wife, you're going to get 1400 bucks a month in Social Security. And then whatever you have saved, you can spend 3% of it every year and you're going to be okay. If a couple had $1 million in their retirement at 65, and take Social Security, their income on an annual basis would be just under $56,000. So I actually looked it up, because this is how idiotic these guys are. How many people in America have a million dollars? And, and I even, I, I gave every benefit of the doubt. I just said, you know what, net worth. That means, you know, if you got a home or you got you, you got your cars paid off or what have you, every, every possible way to get to say I've got a million dollars. That doesn't mean you got a million dollars in your retirement account. You know how many people now, there's 300, or we're approaching, what, 325 million people in the United States? The number of millionaires is 14,814. That doesn't mean they got a million saved in their retirement like this guy's saying. So you're talking about, I mean, really, when you think about it, it's like 4% of the people, 
don't even fit into that, but even if they did, right, that's the most. What about the other 96%? What Susie Orman's talking about. So you're going to tell me a person saves a million dollars, retires at 65, and if you don't run out of money, if you don't want to run out of money, you only can spend $56,000. That's 30000 from your retirement plan and 26000 from Social Security. Can you live on that much money, he asked. Sure, and comfortably in dozens of nice U.S. cities and suburbs. Dozens? <laughs> yeah, you can. You know, there's a couple dozen. There's a couple dozen cities. Uh, you know, they're nice. You know, we call them a city. You know, nobody, you know, nobody actually wants to live there. But, uh, you know, you can go to, uh, I don't know, and I don't want to pick on Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That's probably, I don't know if you can do it there. It'd be great. And he says, he goes on to say, listen, millions and millions of people are doing it right now. Actually, hundreds of millions of people live on less than 56,000. So I just wanted... To, to point that out. By the way, the average 401k has less than 50,000 in it. Not a million. Patriot Radio News Hour. I know. It's tough. Come back if you take it. you actually getting Social Security. I'm not. Not going to happen. And if it does happen, trust me, the money that you get is going to buy significantly less. You know, one of my, uh, Jeff Gunlatch, again, you know, these guys that know Ray Dalio, the, the guys where the big money goes to. You know, if you look at who did the best last year, who's those guys? I mean, they did the best. And I'm talking about Wall Street, right? Talking about the tsunami of debt from unfunded liabilities to just generally the health of the nation. 
I told you, next year, China takes us out. They've already done it, right? They're already the largest economy, but just not in dollar terms. That happens next year. Now, in 10 years, their economy is going to be twice as big as ours. Twice as big. How do you think the Chinese view all of this? You know, when we talk about the trade deal, by the way, right, this, this trade deal, which, well, trust me, Donald Trump's right. But I, I think I'm right, too. China's not going to do anything. You listen, you know what they're going to agree? Hey, we'll buy more stuff. Matter of fact, I guarantee you they've already told us that. Yeah, we'll buy more soybeans. Come on. All right, crude oil, you're making a little, you know, you got a lot of crude oil. All right, we'll buy the natural gas, sure. Well, what about the, uh, you know, this privacy thing, protecting our company's rights to their property? Yeah, nah. Nah. Right? No thanks. What are you going to do about it? We're number one, not you. It's already happening. They don't want, oh, right, and you hear these guys, oh, it's, it's, it's just a little, it's not nothing to worry about. The Chinese currency is still only used in 2 or 3% of trade. Fine, don't worry. Ten years from today, their economy is going to be twice as big as ours. You think they're happy uh, with 2%? You think that's real? There's not a chance. Look at what India did with Iran. Yeah, we'll just buy oils and rupees. There you go. Problem solved. Right? And, and guess what? It's the reason why when you go and you read every week, and, I, you know, it's gotten to the point I don't even talk about it that much anymore. Every week, auction after auction after auction, when we got to sell all this debt we're going into. The foreigners aren't showing up. And again, who's buying it, right? Here's the sad part, right? It's all the 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 uh, the pension plans that are left by it and all, right? The government, uh, your city and states, right? Your firefighters, your cops, your teachers, right? They're they're the ones that's being stuck buying it all. I hope you're ready. I do because this isn't. Hey, this isn't a fear. This isn't a scare thing. This is just fact. Period. This is the truth. I already told you. By the way, in ten years, we're not even going to be the second largest economy. That's going to be India. What do you think they're going to want? Hey, why don't we use? We want to use our currency. We want that dollar thing. We don't want the. Why should the United States tell us what to do when we're bigger than they are? And when the, and as this thing unfolds, all of the debt, all of the money they created out of thin air, you know, I talk about it all the time. This is just economics 101. You're going to get mad about it if you want. You can turn this off, right? You don't have to listen to me. No, he's just he's trying to scare people. No, I'm not. Nothing to do with fear. Listen, I want you to thrive. 
I want you to kick you-know-what. Think back to the crash. Man, gold rocked. Right? It rocked. It's going to rock again. And it's going a whole lot higher than $1,900. But you need to be ready. And unfortunately, the way I see it, all of the things that they told us to invest into were these debt instruments. Right? We can't pay for it. We had to borrow the money to do it. And now, guess what? What did we have to do? We had to sell our soul, didn't we? You know, back in, back in the day, the Russians warned everybody. <laughs> don't wake up the Chinese. <laughs> they Hey, don't wake these guys up. They're ruthless. 800-951-0592. I've got, well, let me just give you a quick update here. Gold's up seven, twelve hundred ninety-five dollars Well, six and a half, twelve ninety-five, up six and a half dollars. Silver is is up about five cents right now, fifteen sixty-five. The Dow's up, one hundred sixty points. Right? Where where are they all excited? I don't know. I mean, they Goldman Sachs and Bank of America. You know, they 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 were better than the other banks, but mostly because they just did a better job of what. Keeping costs real low for them, right? They didn't, didn't give out, I guess, didn't hire that many people or whatever. Trading volumes are pointing a much different picture. We get uh, When we return, I'll tell you what we've got available. Take the time, put it away. If you can't afford these, at least get into the metals plant. Get ready. Paper Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Tomorrow, I'll tell you tomorrow, we're going to talk. I had a lengthy discussion with the Bullion Bank this morning. There are zero backdate Silver Eagles. Uh, 2019 is all there is. Demand has been robust. His words, not mine. Junk Silver. Huge, huge jump in premium. Still the best deal in silver in town. If you want to pay the the least per ounce, I've got a hundred rolls of half dollars. That's it. Hundred rolls. That's not even a bag. It's half a bag. At a hundred and thirty dollars a roll. So if you're looking for silver, uh, either way, you got silver eagles three eighty five rolls of halves. At 130, I'll actually put those up on the website here when I get off the air. Tenth ounce gold eagles. Somebody just bought them all. Just bought them all. Gone. Right? He says we got 2019s and they're expensive. Right? We're at 155 bucks. That's where we're at right now. We'll talk about that tomorrow. 
those of you that are are, uh, are sellers, tune in tomorrow. If you have certain items, we're going to be paying for them. I'll, I'll, I'll break that down tomorrow. Today, gold wise, what do I got? It's it's not a bunch. I've got five dollar Indian, twenty of them at four hundred and ten dollars. I've got twenty dollar gold pieces, Liberties or Saints, fourteen hundred bucks. But you're like that that's regular price. Yep, you're right. That's what I got. Regular price. Eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Uh, again, tomorrow we're going to talk about the other side. Yesterday we talked about the supply side. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the demand side and what has happened over the last, let's call it 90 days. What's happened over the last 90 days, the dramatic shift uh, that has been uh, afoot in the gold and silver markets, uh, so make sure you tune in for that as well. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll have uh, a few more items to run. And if not, then, then it is what it is. And even still today, right, we're still not back to the old premium. So be thankful for that. Right, the old premiums, you know, you probably would have been $1,300 gold. You're probably talking... 14 between 1425 to 1450 uh, on a on a liberty. So, uh, you know, here at 1400 still great value. Uh one last final look the Dow uh it's up 100 points. Uh the S&P's up 5, the Nasdaq's only up uh 7 points right now. Gold or gold is up like I said 6 and a half bucks 1295. Crude oil uh down today as Big, big inventory growth in gasoline and distillates uh, and production. U.S. oil production was up again, uh, so oil's taken a little bit off today, but still hanging in there, uh, just under $52 a barrel. Uh, the government shut down now day 26, and now the Democrats are calling for uh, canceling the State of the Union. Hey, the Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.